Hey guys, welcome to Relentlessly Fit with Becky, where we dive into all things fitness, body, mind, and spirit. Each week we will dive into a new topic covering mindset, fitness tips, and everything in between. Can't wait to get into it. Hello, hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Relentlessly Fit with Becky. And today I am super excited for our topic. We're going to be talking about morning routines and how to kind of jumpstart your morning. Um, But to get started, I want to share a quote that I found that I absolutely love. It is, every morning we get a chance to be different, a chance to change, a chance to be better. Your past is your past. Leave it there. Get on with the future. And that is by Nicole Williams. And I just love that reminder that no matter how you might have showed up the day before or maybe you completely messed up your morning routine and you feel like you're just not a morning person and you have been telling yourself that for the last 30 years, it doesn't mean that that's who you always have to be. So it's just a good reminder as we get into morning routines because that is a topic that a lot of us try to avoid because we just say we don't have the time or we're not morning people. And maybe that's true, but it doesn't mean that it always has to be true. All right. So I really want to get into this because morning routines are kind of like, I've heard this idea and there's an analogy of morning and evening routines being like bookends for your day. So your morning routine is one bookend and your bedtime routine, which is something that we'll talk about in another episode, is your your other bookend. And that kind of will start your day off with how you want to start your day. And then whatever happens in between, you know that you always have those bookends to fall back on. So even if your day just goes completely to shit, you're still going to have your bedtime routine to kind of ground yourself, process, and then you'll have your morning routine the next day to really start that next day strong. All right. So that is why I, I love that idea. I love the morning routine because it really gets my day started in a good spot. So even if my kids are insane, nothing goes as planned. I get absolutely nothing done that I wanted to get done. I, whatever, X, Y, Z, whatever happens during out the day, I started my day out in a nice, tranquil place. And that is what I need. All right. So I have seven things for you. Let me get my notes. Seven things for you. So one is going to be wake up earlier. And I know what you're thinking. There's no way that I can wake up any earlier. I know. I get it. I've worked corporate before where I would wake up 15 minutes before I had to be getting my kids up. So I had time to brush my teeth, maybe throw on some makeup, maybe do my hair, throw on some clothes, and then I had to get my kids up, brush their teeth, get them fed, get them in the car, to the sitter, to work, right? That's probably your your morning routine right now. It's just up and go. We are up, we hit the ground running. Um, so when I say wake up earlier, I don't want you to jump full into, I'm going to wake up an hour earlier. If that's If that's what you want to try, cool, try it. But I just want to say it's probably not going to be sustainable. Um, What I would start by 
what I would start doing is setting your alarm just 15 minutes earlier than you normally would. So let's say that you normally wake up at six o'clock, set your alarm for one week for 545 and you can get in a decent morning routine and that was 15 minutes and you still have plenty of time. So 545 is when you're going to set your alarm and then you can work that up. So if 545, you seem like, oh, I just need a little bit more time before I have to wake up the kids and get going, then switch it the next week to 530. You can work your way up to the time that you want. But if you go from 6 a.m. waking up to all of a sudden every single day, 5 a.m. you're up, it's going to be hard to to keep that going because you're going to run yourself down. Your body is not going to be used to it. You're going to be really excited at first because you have this new morning routine and you're going to do all the things and be so productive. But by day three, you're going to start to drag and you're going to start to think, well, I'm just not a morning person and I just need more sleep. And that's the truth. You need more sleep. Your body's not used to it. It's saying, what are you doing? So to trick your brain, just do 15 minutes for one week and then do another 15 minutes. Work your way up to the time that you want to be at without getting to the point where you're just burnt out and you end up quitting. All right. So that's what we want to avoid. We want to work our way up and we want to get to a point where we're not going to burn ourselves out and quit. So wake up earlier, at least 15 minutes earlier. Number two, do not hit the snooze button. So especially if we are only giving ourselves an extra 15 minutes, you don't have time to hit the snooze button. You're not going to have time. And let's just be honest with the snooze button. Once you hit it, you're really not getting good sleep again, right? You're really not getting restful sleep. Usually I know for myself, if I hit the snooze button, I go back to sleep it goes off again in another eight minutes, I wake up even more tired than I was eight minutes ago, if that's possible. (laughs) It's just, you're starting your day off more tired, but then you're also starting your day off where it's, you're, you're rushing for no reason. So you are pushing it to the very last minute possible for absolutely no reason. You're not getting extra sleep. You're just fooling your brain. You're thinking that you get extra sleep Maybe you're not ready for the day, but don't just take the option of the snooze button off the table. You, you are not someone that hits the snooze button. Say that to yourself. I do not hit the snooze button. And then maybe make it a little bit harder for yourself. I've actually, because of my nighttime routine, I've started putting my phone across my room. Um, so I've bought an alarm clock, but what you could do is you could put your phone across the room and then put your alarm on your phone. That way then you have to get physically out of bed and turn off your phone. And you're probably not going to hit snooze and go back to bed, right? Nine times out of 10, if you're already out of bed, you're up, you may as well get moving. So do what you got to do. Another one in our number two is no scrolling your phone. So you don't hit the snooze button. And you don't scroll your phone first thing in the morning. You don't wake up and the first thing you do is you scroll your notifications, you scroll your social media, you scroll your emails, whatever it is. That is putting us in a reactive state, just like this news button is. Actually, both of these are doing this. We're, we're in a reactive state. Instead of being in control of where our morning goes, we are reacting to everything and everyone else. So we're reacting to the notifications that might have come in overnight. We're reacting to what everyone else needs in our email, in our inbox, just remove it. 
don't do it. Give yourself this time. This is your time and everything else can wait. They've waited all night. It's nothing that's an emergency. If there's a fire to be put out, it probably has been put out by the time that you're waking up and getting to it. Otherwise, an extra 15 minutes will not hurt. Give yourself this time. Number three is drink 24 ounces of water. And I say 24 ounces just because I fill up a whole shaker cup full. So that's 24 ounces. Um, You could do 32 ounces, whatever it is. Just drink a good amount of water. All right. And this, do it before coffee. Do it before your energy drink, whatever it is, pre-workout, whatever you might take in the morning. If you need that extra boost of energy, drink the water before you drink the coffee. That's the one rule that I had started back in 2019 and it has carried me the last two years ever since every single day. It's 24 ounces before coffee, no matter what, no ifs, ands, or buts about it, even on vacation, 24 ounces, and then we get the coffee. So number three, water before coffee. Number four is going to be gratitude. So we had done a whole episode of gratitude and why it's important a few episodes ago. So I'm not going to go into it too depth, too in depth, but you really want to start your day off with at least three things that you are truly grateful for and write them down. Physically write down three things that you are grateful for today. That is just really going to start your day off in a, a mindset of gratitude. You're going to See things that you normally wouldn't have seen throughout your day when you start your day off with being actually grateful. Grateful that you woke up this morning. How many people didn't wake up? Grateful that you get this extra bit of time. Grateful that you have hot coffee and cold water. Whatever it might be, just give your time, give yourself time to really be grateful for the things that you have. Number five is 10 minutes of reading or a devotional. So 10 minutes of reading something that is going to either inspire you, motivate you, teach you something, push you to be better, something that is going to really get you grounded. So a devotional would be good for this time too, is to really get you grounded, get you grounded into God's word, get you in a good headspace to take on the day. And I say 10 minutes because, again, that is what I do. This is something that you can tailor to yourself, but read something that is going to really get you grounded for the day. And number six is write down five must-dos for the day. So I have something, and it's not mine at all. It is Andy Frisella's Power List, and I do it every single day. So I write down the top five things that are going to move me forward in my goals. And they are pretty much the same things every single day. I might change one or two, but usually it's the same things every single day until I really make that a habit. And so those are the five things are non-negotiable. They have to get done for the day in order to move me towards my goal. And then I'll also make another note or two of some things that I need to do but aren't Dired to get done for that day. So maybe it's um, making a phone call that needs to get done this week, but you know, if it doesn't get done on Monday, it's okay. It can get done on Tuesday. That's fine. I'll kind of jot that down too, but that is not part of my top five. My top five are things that I am trying to put into place 
to make habits that are going to then move me forward. So for example, um, one of them is 10 minutes of education. So 10 minutes of education in my field so that I can continue to learn and move forward so that I can help my clients better. Um, I'm, I'm still new to everything. So I need to really figure out, um, I really need to immerse myself in the field to understand everything. And even seasoned coaches, I, I've had multiple coaches that they do this every single day as well. And they've been in the industry for years and years and years, um, just because they know that in order to stay on top of their, their craft and help their clients the best that they can, they need to have their brain in it at all times. Um, so that's one example of one of one of my five are, but you make up your own five, your five top must do's for the day. And then number seven is going to be getting in movement. So maybe you don't have time to get in your full workout. If you're able to get that done in the morning, get it done. I'm telling you, there is nothing better than getting your workout done where you don't have to worry about it later on. Maybe some things come up during the day and you're not able to get it done. Um, If you can just really get ahead of that and get that done before you even start your day, go for it. Do it. That is the ideal morning. You really want to strive for that if you're if you're able to. But if you're not, if you are a single mom who needs to get their kids to the sitter or to school and then you need to get to work, I get it. Sometimes you just got to do what you got to do, but still get in some movement. Go outside on your back patio and do some stretching. Maybe you are able to go for a walk. If, if your spouse is home, have them watch the kids, you go for a walk and just get outside, get some morning sunshine, some morning fresh air, and get some movement in. That is going to help your digestion. It's going to help your mood, especially getting in that morning sun. If you can get outside and do it, that is the best. Even in the Midwest winter, You can bundle up and you can get outside and get some morning sun. Um, That is just, it's shown to have so many benefits to our health as well as our mood. But get movement in, even if it's five minutes of stretching in your house. Maybe you can't get outside. That's fine. Where you have to make it work for you. You just cannot. The place that we don't win, the place that we don't where we lose. We lose when we say, I can't do that. And I absolutely hate it when people say that. And I have been so guilty of it, but that is why I hate it so much because I know that you can. I know that you can. I just know that mentally you're at a point where you think that you can't and you truly believe that you can't, but you can. And if you just push through that and you call bullshit on your brain, And you're like, no, I can get in five minutes of stretching. There is no reason why I cannot get that in. Even if the kids are up and they're running around at this point, take five minutes and just get that stretching done. Maybe it's two minutes, whatever it is. Do not tell yourself that you cannot. Do not tell me that you cannot because you can. Get it done. Figure out how it's going to work for you. Um, If you're a mom of little kids, it's probably going to be some stretching or just some 
a walk around the neighborhood. Maybe you're not able to get up in time to get to the gym and all of these things, or maybe your goals aren't there too, because we all have different goals. My goals require me to, I I would have to do that. I would have to get up. I would have to wake up at four. I've done this before and it it's not fun, but it has to happen where you wake up and you have to get it done before everyone else is um, with their day. But maybe your goals aren't aren't there. And maybe you have different goals where you don't need to be up at the crack of dawn and get in a hour lift before you get on with your day, but still get in some movement, get in that walk, get in that stretching. All right. So just a quick recap. One, wake up earlier. Again, we are not going to go balls to the wall all of a sudden, we are not going to set our alarm for an hour, an hour and a half earlier, just out of the blue. You're going to start with 15 minute increments and then work your way up to where you want to be. So two is going to be, you do not hit the snooze button. Say, I am not a person that hits the snooze button. Move your phone across the room if you need to, and you don't scroll your phone. So we don't scroll our phone, phone first thing in the morning. If you want to document your morning routine, go for it. Take a picture of it and then put it back. Put it away. You're not scrolling. Three is water. So drink water first thing in the morning. Water before coffee. That is my rule. Water before coffee. Number four is gratitude. Write down three things that you are truly grateful for today. Why Why are you up? Like why Why did you wake up today when someone else might not have? What are you grateful for? All right. So number five is 10 minutes of reading or a devotional. So something that is going to get you grounded, inspire you, teach you something. Right now I'm reading High Performance Habits. So that has been a really good book. It is a very hefty book where with a lot of... um, a lot of, what's the word? Oh my goodness. I always do this with you guys. I forget what I'm, forget the word that I'm saying, but it has a lot of, um, things to do in the book, a lot of activities to do in the book. So it can be a little bit longer of a read so far. I'm, I'm finding out. Um, but it is a really good book. Otherwise, There are so many devotionals out there that are just one page that will then give you a couple verses. You can go ahead and um, get into the word first thing in the morning and really start your day off well. Um, Number six is write down your power list. So your five must do's for the day. What is going to move the needle forward on your personal goals? You figure this out. You execute on it every single day. And if you get all five of those done, you win the day. So there's a lot of satisfaction in being able to win that day. And then number seven is getting movement in. However you need to get it done, either it's getting to the gym, getting that done beforehand, before work, before school and everything, or it is just getting some stretching in on your back patio or in your living room. Whatever it is, get some movement in. All right. So these are my seven tips. Let me know what you think. Um, They really have helped move my mornings in a better direction. Uh, Joe and I like to joke that I am a morning person, but I'm not a morning people person. 
So if I am able to get up early, do this routine, and kind of just start my day off well, I'm so much happier than I would be if I just hit the ground running and go. I am a miserable person. You do not want to be around me. Um, So that is that. I hope you guys have a good rest of your day. And I I can't wait to talk to you next week. I'll talk to you later. Thank you.